0: another extra episode of A Runner Talks. For the next six weeks, I will make each week an extra episode with the recaps of the first season of Star Trek Strange New World. Spoiler alert! If you don't want to know what is in the episode or about Strange New World, please listen to this episode after you have watched the episode. I will post this episode on Wednesday just before the next episode will appear on the streaming services. This to avoid... Spoilers, the Enterprise crew attempted to deliver a nuclear-powered AP-350 air filter to a Federation colony, but found many of the colonists dead. Security Chief La'an Noonien Singh helps evacuate the survivors and recognized that this is a Gorn trap. She is the only survivor of a Gorn attack in her childhood, a Gorn ship attacks during significant damage to Enterprise, with Mbenga and Chapel resorting to 21st century medicines to treat the wounded, including Number 1, when their equipment goes offline. They lure the Gorn ship into the atmosphere of a brown draught near a black hole, where both ship's sensors and shields are useless. Spock is able to track the Gorn ship and they destroy it. But three more Gorn ships arrive. One is crushed by the pressure of the brown draft's atmosphere. Spock mine melts with Nun Sing to learn about the Gorn communication system, and they use this to trick one of the ships to fire on the other. Enterprise then warps around the black hole, temporarily disappearing from view and ejects the the AP 350 which explodes and convince the remaining Gorn ship that Enterprise destroyed it. So this episode was very interesting and I really loved it. It's very and I must say the episodes that we have seen till now it's all very TOS and I think a lot of fans have that feeling, oh my God, we're going back and uh, it's all track again. And after Picard and Discovery, we're being back at the right path. And I must say, this is the best Star Trek Coachman has made and they're doing it very different and I must say I really like it. So once again, we are starting with a personal log of a crew member and this time it is La'an. And we seeing that the Enterprise crew is Remembering uh, one of the first space travelers, like um, uh, I thought it was the U.S. What was it? Okay, never mind. Um, But they remember, and they all have that very special pin. And Laan didn't want to wear it because all of the memories, and. I must say that speech of Pike was very good. And they are writing I think they are writing deeps, uh Deep Space Nine. I mean Strange New World very good. Especially Pike's speech uh speeches. So and even his pop talks are good, so that's really nice. So um because Also, Hora don't know what she really wants. She has been assigned to different departments within the Enterprise. So she can um, orientate what she really likes. And this time it is engineering and she is with Hammer. What is quite funny because how Hammer talks to her is like... I always compare that with, um, oh, the one in Discovery. Um, yeah, it's almost like what with Spock and Burnham. And you see, in the end, when Uhura wanted to keep him awake, he started opening up, and it was very nice to see and then you could see that uh, Uhura had been impressed Um Hammer was impressed with Uhura of her not giving up her determination to do things and because he was blind and he had no he had a broken hand he couldn't work on the A350. And... Um, so he had to guide her. And he didn't like that. Because he was always independent. And... Well... They had to become a team to pull this off. And... Hammer didn't like that at all. But I guess... At the end of this episode... You could see Hammer opening up to her. And... Actually accepting her. For what she done. And how she does it. So. Um, they are. At this planet. And they follow a single. And they thought it was. Uh, they would send out. Communication. But it was already. three, Two or three days. That they couldn't. Uh, get through it. So. They thought um, maybe there's something wrong, or maybe they got jammed. Who knows? So Una and her arm were getting with a landing party down to the planet, and they see that the whole surrounding is a massacre that had found place, and they didn't know who it was, and then there was a unidentified vessel on screen uh, at the enterprise and Pike said well i'm going to um, beam you up because we don't know they were also being hailed by a cargo vessel and that cargo vessel needed help and so uh, the professor, who was uh, one of the leaders, she told Laon what's happening and what the signs are. And La'an get a really dark feeling of, I know this. And then she said, there was a little girl who described that it was the Gorn. And on, who was the only survivor of the planet where she lived, she recognized it and told the bridge that they had to scan for polaron EM singles, and because that's how um, the gold can be d- detected. So, they detected a slight optical distortion near the planet, the second moon, and they found out that it was a hologram. And on yells, raise the shoes, run Lord!" And Pike follows with the same command. And... Ortega told them, we can't. The shields are still down because of the transportation. So the Gorn was um, attacking them. And the Enterprise, because they couldn't raise the shields, they were sitting ducks. And when La'an was looking outside, they were, she recognized the Gorn ship. And I must say, they don't, they, especially, always said, um, it's gone ugly. Well, the ship of the Goans are ugly. And they destroyed the cargo ship. So there are many wounded on all the Enterprise, and, um, Uno was very wounded, and I'm was apologizing. It's chaos everywhere and Lauren told Una well I'm sorry I'm sorry this and I blacked out I don't know what's happening etc etc and Una ordered her to go to the bridge because the bridge needed her because Una couldn't be in fiction of first officer so she needed to take it over and you know and one thing it's a little bit strange that La Arm is a first officer in the way of what did she do to become acting first officer but also like had that have that yeah just to be a first officer. I rather say that spock be a first officer so that's weird it's really weird but okay so laon went to the bridge and she had a little discussion with pike and then she told him well it's the gorn i remember it and etc and she said well the first thing we need to do is hide we group and then we can fight so my suggestion is go into the Brown dwarf, and we can um, go from there. So then there was a scene with Hammer and Hova in, uh, in the main cargo bay. They were, she uh, yeah, they were working on the A three fifty, but Hammer was wounded, and uh, they concluded that. Hammer had, well, had broken hands and etc. And so well, we wanted to bring him to the sick bay and then she stopped in track. And Hammer looked at her and she, he said, well, let me guess. The entrance has been blocked. And she was looking very um, surprised. I said, yeah, how do you know that? Yeah, yeah, this and that. She could feel it, etc." Um, so it's, in that way, very nice to see that Hammer is, has an other side than only being sarcastic and uh, being how, who he is. So the next scene is that they are holding a, uh, talk about the situation. And I mean, like, pipe membenga. Hammer. Uh, Ortega was there. And on And. The future prospects. Were very grim. But Pike. Came up and said. Well, be creative. You are the best crew. And we will manage. So. We're going to see how that works out. Bad thing is that systems are failing all over enterprise and it was it is very peculiar because also uh, the sick bay is under attack and doesn't have any power and all the systems there are offline so they have to do everything like old school and like I said before, I do think Mbenga has to have more weight on his uh, him being there. Because once again, in this whole situation, he doesn't take the lead. And I think Nurse Chapo in this occasion, she has more um, leadership than he does. And I can remember that when Una was stumbling, uh, getting into the sick bay, and she needed to be operated, and she they had to do it old school, and Membenga was not coming at the point, and um, Nurse Chapel was like, "Okay, I'm going to be direct. It's necessary now." And once again, I feel that. Membenga was very weak and I do think that if they really want to have a good and strong head doctor they need to make Membenga stronger in leadership and cause if you compare Bones and him Bones is more has more leadership than Membenga. And Mambanga, I don't know, it's it's I really don't see him as head of medical because he doesn't have that leadership all over uh, the sick bay and, and you see all the doctors around and, and, and the only fierce uh fierce person that is taking lead and have no nonsense at the right time is Nurse Chapel. And that is, I think, one of the reasons that I really like Nurse Chapel. And it's lovely to see that they give her more time and give her more expansions to the role that she's playing. Because we, we know in TOS, Nurse Chapel is very quiet and timid. And this young Nurse Chapel has really spunk. And she's really. A busy bee and I really like that about her. So Membenga asked Chapo if she is good at sewing and which means Chapo is going to learn something else now and they all have to do it like old school because all systems are offline and so Una has to be sedated, and that was very, uh, that was very futuristic mask. She got the uh, gas like that, and uh, somebody else needed the uh, a plasma thingy like blood, and she said, "Well, give it to the other one. I will, I will survive in a way." Uh, But Mumbanga said, well, why? Because you're going to bleed in a minute a lot, so... But... And that is something that is still... Mysterious about Una. Una gave the order that... uh, That other person is going to have that plasma from her. And... The question is, how is she so sure that she would survive or is there other things that would concur? And now we're talking about like the arguments because Una is an Illyrian. So does that mean she has more surviving skills? And surviving abilities than normal humans well we don't know maybe she has so Lauren talks with Pike about what her experiences with the Gorn and behind Pike she sees a-, a young man and she has seen this young man through the episode and later in the episode we will find out that it was her brother her brother was the one who helped her escape from that colony and it's very nice to see that and once again it's, it's like the brother and sister relationship of Spock and Burnham, but it's nice to see that once Una of well, a Una Laan had this family feeling and was innocent. Now she is direct and to the point, and even um, with no feelings. It's like she, after she survived the Gorn that she cut off all her feelings so then we are again with hammer and uhura in the engineering and hammer can't work on the a350 because his hands are broken so uh uhura said well then guide me what i need to do i will be your hands and hammer didn't like it all to become a team and there is a example for people who are disabled, but still want to do the best and uh, function normally. And of course, because Hammer couldn't see, it was very um, difficult for him to ask for help. And the nice thing of this whole scene in the engineering and also in later in the engineering, is that Hammer and Uhura are learning from each other. Ahua is learning how she uh, have to do with Hammer's way. So like, feel the heat, etc. And so that's the first mistake she made. And that was that she uh, put her hands on that thingy and she burned her hand and so hammer's answer was well i said you have to feel it not to touch it so that was nice as well so Pike came on the bridge again and spock went to him and he said well you said us to be bold and creative. Maybe I have a plan. So Spock is going to make. The raider. Into a compass. And there were some tense moments. When they were engaged in Gorn. And. The enterprise was. Directly above them. And. Pike realized that. The guy can't see them. So it's more like a submarine type thing. So Pike said, Okay, let's um arm the photon torpedo. Spock said, Well, Captain, we can't do that because this and now they will see us. Pike said no we're not going to shoot it we're going to drop it like the bombs from in world war two you know like i thought they were called what did didn't they called like sub bombs that they um are like trigger bombs like you drop them in the ocean and they will explode. Um, if there was a submarine near, they will see the submarine on the radar. I think it was something like that. And there was something, um, too, is that Pike was calling Ortega by her first name. Question is, why would he do that? It, she's the first and only one that they will do that. And. I don't know... But... Yeah, it's, it's weird... Maybe... And that's the weird thing... When... Pike is relaxed... Or semi-relaxed... He will call her... By her first name... If he is tense... And has a job to do... He calls her... By her surname... So Pike gave Ortega the command to drop the torpedo and I love how Ortega says bombs away it reminds me really of what they would say in the Navy and like the old World War II movies. I just saw by the way uh, Memphis for. Well, in a long time and it reminds me really a lot about that. So one day, Torpedo, the Gorn ship, spokes confirms that the sp- Gorn ship has been destroyed and there were a lot of people were who were uh, glad with that. But there was a big problem from nowhere there is will be a two small Gorn ships and one big ship to arrive at their location so Pike figured out that the Gorn wanted them to fire because they have their location now so they the Gorn offer a whole ship up just to get their location it's time for the enterprise to flee and to regain themselves and etc so Spook tells Pike well if we are going to get into the brown dwarf they will can locate us, etc. And Prysk was m- more or less excited about that because, of, yes, that's what we're going to do. Let's get into the round war- dwarf. And Spock answered really, um, I say funny, like human way. In And, well, that was not my intention to do, but... I told you just the opposite of it. So, Pike's ordered to Ortega that she has to be close to the brown dwarf. So, um, it makes look like that the brown dwarf will explode the Enterprise. So the conversation what follows was very funny, and I will give you a small expression of it, and that was, well... Pike said, Enterprise need to dive. Helm, take us out. And Ortega answered, Aye aye skipper, dive, dive, dive. And once again, that reminds me a lot of the Navy a lot of uh, how they would fight fight in the Second World War. So Ona has been operated by Mambenga with the help of Nurse Chapel. And Mambenga is closing her up. But they still need to have uh, a big one. And that will be a problem. Because uh, they really need. To have the blood for. Una. Because. She's going to bleed. Heavily at this one. And. Well. When they are doing that. Nurse Chapel will hold. This. Light thingy. Like a. Torch. And it reminds me. Just. Of a mobile phone. You know it's. That big. And. The form is just like a mobile phone. Then they hear the metals creaking and it's like of the enterprise is mourning of the pressure uh they have because they are near the brown draught and also like the black hole and it's very close that it will Peer the enterprise apart. And. So we're. Back in the engineering and. Hammer is. Guiding Ahura how she has to do things. And also they hear those weird noises. And. Pike. Had to make a hard decision because he needed to seal the bulk hat and by this he had to sacrifice some crew members I think that is um, that's not easy so Carl and his friend were walking to one of the exes and the exes were closing because Pike had to shut that down. And Kyle's friend was pushing him through the hole of the accession so he could survive. And Kyle's friend, or I mean, Kyle, is seeing his friend dying on, in front of his eyes. And with the knowledge that crew members would be dying, Pike went into battle mode. So he was gearing up to. Not playing. No more Mr. Nice Guys anymore. But just. Go for it. Battle mode. So he let the whole ship. Going into battle mode. And that Gorn ship. Was following them into the brown dwarf. But. They couldn't handle. The tension of the. Blackwood Dwarf. And they implode. So they didn't survive. Meanwhile. Una has to be. Getting sedated. Because. Membenga had to. Get that. Last fragment out. And. Membenga, like I said before. Was not getting. In- getting to the point. And so nurse chapel was becoming boldly and she said straight to the point what's gonna happen and you see because they they were zooming in on una's hands and if i have seen this correctly what is very cool by the way una had the star feet insignias on her nails like in the uniform and that's really cool because I know trackies who also doing that when they are going to the uh a conventions. Oh by the way talking about conventions I just heard yesterday that the Star Trek destination in London is cancelled. But it's really disappointed because I think a lot of trackies have been uh, looking forward to that. And it's really, yeah, it's really, how can I say that it's disappointing. But also, like, this is one of the greatest track events here in Europe. And I know they will do one in... Germany right now and The pity is is that it's it's weird Why they don't gonna do that in England it's weird So the question is also why In Germany and not in England and Now all those, most of those uh, actors who were coming to Destination Star Trek are going to be there at the Film and Comic Con in London. And that is in the weekend of the 7th and the 8th, I believe. So next weekend, they will be there. Next weekend? Or this weekend? Oh, let me see. Let me check oh it was the 10th um no it's next weekend next weekend the 11th and the 12th that's like on 10th 11th and 12th but okay um back to the episode um now we are um the bridge again and this is the first time we hear La- on and Spock talking more with feelings relaxing and plain English and that's still because it is a very uh i don't want to say dark episode but it is like a serious episode they still make little uh, fun talk between the crew so, La'Anne and Sprock had an idea. And they're going to take a shuttle into uh, the brown draft so she could, they could get closer to the Gorn. And so, La'an was a little surprised that Spock wanted to commit her. And Spock said well talking in plain English you just need backup so she accepted his help and then there was an Easter egg and that what the Easter egg was that they will take the Galileo shuttle and the Galileo shuttle is that we known as In TOS, so that was the, and I think they using the same exterior of the Galileo shuttle as we know from TOS, but it was very, very, very modern, and Laan is getting more memories back in flashes, and she said. She asked, even our Spock, and that was my surprise to it. La'Anne was asking Spock for a mind melt. And that was something I never thought she would do. As Spock was telling her, well, this isn't a sure solution for your traumas, etc. And she said, well, I need to because maybe there is a... um." A solution to this all. The answer is in there. So they made mind melt and Laan found out that the Gorn are communicating with light patterns, like like the army and navy will do with flashlights. And she came back again in her memory, and. There was a lot of talk between Spock and her. And they both were vulnerable of their own thoughts and memories. So we found out then that the young man she has been seeing all the time now is that it was her brother. And I must say that boy really looks like James McFoy when he was young. And... But La Ann has also, like a counterback, at Spock. She could feel and see his memories too, and that is what she come to know about Burnham. So La Ann, when they pulled back, and I think Spock was. Fi- feeling at that moment as crap, this is the first time my mind meld didn't work as good as it normally does. So, La'an said, I know the light parts right now and I n- know how I can single them now. So, she had a plan. So, she singled to them to one of the gone ship and that other Gorn, sh- the Gorn ship, was sh- destroying that second Gorn ship. So, two gone, one to go. Well, then we are back in the engineering again. And Hammer and Uhura getting the A350 online. What is good? But Hammer was falling in the unconscious, and Uhura began to talk to him, and she asked about that why his species um, were that pacifist, etc, etc etc. And that was the moment that Hammer was opening up. To her, what was really nice to see because he was always, um, how can I say this? He was so defended, always, and all always like not letting anybody in. So he told her that he actually wanted to become a botanist, and he, although he didn't want to fight for Starfleet, but he would uh defend the ideas of Starfleet then there was another failure occurred by the a three fifty and so there was they only had one solution to keep enterprise imploding and Hammett told or oh, well, we need to deploy everything here in. Uh, ...the cargo bay into space... ...including ourselves. And... ...they told and talked with... ...Pike about it and... ...Pike... ...had an idea. And he said, well... ...we're going to play... ...The Hunted... ...and then we play that like ducks... etc. do. And... ...so that means that Aurora and Hammer had to suit up. And it will be a struggle to survive. But I think this action quite make them in that way friends. And I think that because Hammer opened up and accepted Aurora's help... He become a more likeable character. And I think we will see more of him. So, the next nice comment of Ortega is, well, if this is working, Captain, they have to call this the Pike Maneuver. What makes me chuckle because, yeah, we know the Picard Maneuver, we know the Riker Maneuver, we know... Other plans of maneuvers, and this is the first time they really have been talking about Pike's maneuver. So Pike opens up a ship White channel, and he gave one more pop talk, but once again was a very good one. And miraculously, the whole sick bay is coming online. The Enterprise was getting into the black hole. It destroyed the Gorn. uh, uh, They let the A350 out. So it was looking like that. It would be. Look like that the Enterprise was destroyed. So the Gorn was convinced with that and they went away. The Enterprise is flying out of the black hole and they survived this whole ideal. What makes it cool but also um, Pike Starfleet. The first thing Pike did was contacting, contacting the cargo bay. And there was a long tense moment because they couldn't get any answer back and Finally they... Ohura... Get on and... Pike and the whole British crew was... Relieved that... They were still alive. And... I think also that... This makes it... To be part of the big... Enterprise crew. It's... There are... Extraordinary people and I do have the feeling that the writers are going to write more about the background of the characters so we fans can know them and I think this is the first time in all the series that came after TOS and TNG. They made the right decision to write it like this. And they made the right decision to write about the backgrounds from the characters right away. Because I remember they didn't do that in all of the Star Trek series. This is the first series that they're doing that actually. And I think you can have more feelings for this series than that you will have for other series. And I don't say that other series are crap or are too good. I am just saying the writing is very different and in one way, and I didn't check this or don't know this, but, um, it's like if the, um, TNG and TOS writers are helping the writers who are writing the *Strange New World*. So we're coming back in the sick bay, and Una wakes up, and she is getting blood by uh, transfusion, and that is really weird because they don't use that. It's so that means also that the sick bay is. Up and running again, but not that up and running that um, everything is in place and in order right now. Then we are closing up with La Anne's personal look, and we see for the first time that La on is wearing that remembrance pin. What I do like, I hope in one way that they will. I distribute this also for the cosplayers and the fans. So, in this whole episode, seven people died. There were seven crew and I think, believe, three civilians. Making the count till ten. I really, really liked this episode. And it was very interesting how, and in one way, it is a pity that we didn't see the Gorn, because I'm very, um, I'm very curious uh, to see how they make the Gorn now, and I say that because at the moment I am making two tones for uh, uh, Onstowe and do that tutorial etc. and it is nice to see and nice to um, compare. Those Gorn of the TLS and Stowe and uh, the Gorn from Strange New Worlds, how they look like. Like they did with the Klingons and Discovery and etc. Although I do think, and I think of that now, I think the Klingons in all the Star Trek history, the Klingons has the most makeovers of all species in Star Trek. What do you guys think about that? I'd like to hear what you think about that. So let me know. Uh, in the YouTube channel. Or in a, on the Facebook group. And let's talk about it. So the one thing I still need to do. Is rate this episode. And my rating would be a... Hmm, eight and a half, nine. Because I really liked this episode. And it's really been good written. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think about it. Dear listeners, thank you for listening. And join me next week for a new extra episode of Aranda Talks in the Star Trek series. You can listen and subscribe to Aranda Talks on the YouTube channel or join the Facebook group. If you'd like to comment or talk with me about this episode, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the, the YouTube channel. I also like to tell you about my other podcast called Girls Talking Trek. Together with my co-host Amanda, we recap every two weeks a Star Trek episode starting with Star Trek The Next Generation. All the episodes will be recapping chronically following. We approach each episode with humor and a feminine look. Girls Talking Track is to listen, follow and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. See you next week.